Happy June, everybody. You're talking tables with Bill, Bill and David. David. On this month's episode, we're going to talk a bit about marketing. We have a new pop-up banner available. We are redoing the Skydentity, call it Skydentity Part Deuce. And we have a special congratulations for one of our new salesmen, as well as our Dissecting with David segment. We're going to talk a bit about table pads and the price list. David's going to start us off here talking about the new pop-up banner. Thanks, Bill. Um, we're going to be sending out a memo here shortly within the next two weeks for the table in-service for this pop-up banner. It's going to be on the 3603, and it's just going to highlight a few key, key points towards what the, the table actually does. You can order that through a part number L2-010-173. The stand will come with that order number, and if this becomes a valuable tool, we will add additional table models. So our intent behind this is to be able to use this while you're doing your in-service. So I'm imagining doing an in-service in the hallway, you're standing there by the table, you're trying to capture people's attention as they walk by. Uh, you'll have this pull-up banner now that you can, you can pop up. It's about six feet tall. It's very visual. It's got pictures of the table in different positions. It's got key stats from that individual table. You can even bring it into the OR if you're doing your in-service in there and pull it up behind you. But I just think it's a good thing to kind of draw attention and to point out some of the more unique aspects of each table. Special, special shout out. This special shout out goes to Chris Williamson. Chris, way to go, buddy. A $400,000 order and you just got out of sales school. We know selling isn't easy and it's even harder when it's your first time out. For those of you who don't know, Chris is working with Keckler Medical, so he's got a great foundation from which to work from but that takes nothing away from him being a newbie and getting right out there and securing a $400,000 order. That's awesome, Chris. Thank, Thank you. All right, let's talk a little bit about the Skydentity marketing materials that are available. Uh, I still feel that these were underused. Uh, they're on the website. You can go ahead and download them. They are a bit dated now as they don't include 3603. But Matt's team is working on correcting that and getting it updated and getting a new look to it. For those of you who aren't familiar with what the Skydentity marketing material is, it's a breakdown of the table. And I would say it's a little bit biomedical heavy. It has a lot of direct comparisons of things like cylinders, elevation columns, table bases, and materials that are used inside the table. So while it may not be perfect for uh, every individual that you're trying to sell to, it does work really well for the biomedical side. But that's not all that it covers. It also has a section that's more uh, geared towards the end user of the table. We talk about the usefulness of the positioning. If you remember, we had the, the sky guy and we had the printouts that you could take the little sky guy and put on top of um, to show the different positioning and imaging capabilities. I think we're gonna do away with that. We didn't get a lot of good feedback on that being very useful, but we're gonna come up with something very similar uh, that doesn't use the sky guy. It's just paperwork that shows the imaging lengths and dimensions uh, for each one of the tables. So if you have any suggestions, we've just started that project. It's probably going to take several months before that gets completed. But if you were a user of Skydentity and you found things that were good or bad, we'd love to hear that feedback. So please let myself, David, or Matt know uh, what worked for you or what didn't, and we can make sure that we can roll that into Skydentity Deuce and try to make that a little bit uh, better. Uh, this time around. The next topic is one that we've covered many, many times, and that's table pads. But David's going to have a, what we hope to be a great update for you 
um, on some progress we've made in trying to create a better table pad. David? Table pads, as you all know, are susceptible to damage due to the vast array of cleaning products. Because of the high volumes and quick turnover rates at your facilities, it leads to a harsh environment for table pads in general. It has been my mission to create a solution that will increase the longevity of the table pads, and I'm happy to announce we have taken the first step towards improving table pad durability. I caution everybody that this is a process and we don't have a product available currently because it is so fresh. However, Bill and I believe the new material will be better, and our next step is to trial and verify it. Thanks, David. Yeah, we're really excited and hopeful uh, that this is going to make a big improvement for us going forward. I know many of you have facilities where this has been a struggle, so um, it's good news. We just need some time to verify that this is going to work properly, or at least the way that we think it is, and uh, then we'll, we'll start the process of getting this into our system. I'd like to talk a little bit about the price list right now. As all of you know, or many of you know, you know, the items that we have related to tables and accessories, specifically accessories, you know, have been on the price list for many, many years. In some cases, maybe more than 15 years. And costs go up over the years, of course, um, but list pricing really doesn't. And the GPO IDN contracts make it really difficult to increase a list price on an item. We went through this with armboards not too many years ago where we had taken a what was the standard armboard off the price list and sales plummeted uh, from that armboard. And essentially what's happening is if it's not on the price list, it's just being ignored like it doesn't exist. And I, I want to be clear, you know, the price list is really probably better defined as a contract list. It's a list of items that are on specific contracts. It doesn't indicate that those are the only items that are available for you to sell. So I know a lot of times we're kind of just defaulting to the easy button when we're filling out a quote. You know, if it's, you know, we pick the price list and we go ahead and we just pick and choose things that are from the drop down menus and that's um, ideal and perfect and we'd like them all to be in it that way. But unfortunately, when we have to remove things from price lists, they're not on those drop down menus anymore, but they're still available. You just simply have to hand type in the part number. So I wanna bring your attention to the fact that you can actually type in the part number and it'll pop up in the quote system. So when you're trying to pick and choose things, you know, use the accessory catalogs. Those have all the items in there that are available for you to sell. You can hand type the number in and it will pop up. So those drop down menus don't always include everything that's possible for you to sell. And right now we're going through a process for a lot of accessories, like the 40 inch carbon fiber extension, for example, is gonna be pulled off of price lists because we need to address that pricing. That's one of those ones that's been on there for like 15 years and our costs have just gone up so much that we have to adjust our list price. So, you know, be aware of that, that this is happening. Be aware that there's items that are in that, you know, we'll call it a flux right now. So I know the locking arm board was one of them. Someone pointed out to us that, well, it's not in the drop-down menu. Just type in the part number, it'll pop up. Um, it's still a sellable item. It's just not an item that is currently on a contract. So uh, make sure you understand that difference. And you know when you're filling out that quote system, make sure you've got your accessory catalog next to you. There's gonna be more and more items that you're gonna see get pulled off the contracts while we adjust the pricing. And we don't wanna see the numbers fall on all of those. And you know, quite frankly, some of them, like the 40-inch extension, are pretty popular. So we know you're going to miss them, 
and I know we're going to get some calls about where they went, um, but just be aware that's what's going on in the background. Some pricing is being changed. Uh, you might see some part number changes in the, in the long term. Ultimately, they'll all get back on those contract lists, but for the time being, you're going to see stuff move around a little bit, so be aware of that. Dissecting with David. Let me get back to speaking about facilities and their cleaning solutions. Um, not only do the cleaning solutions create a, a problem for table pads, it can also affect um, the labels on our array of accessories as well as the general wear and tear that they get. So product labeling is important and most of our Skytron products have replacement part numbers for those labels. One place to look is under the IFUs. So I just want to say the next time you're doing your PMs at your facilities, please take a moment when looking over our beautiful tables and take a peek at the labeling on the accessories. Many times those labels can include cautions, limitations, or warning, and these are all important for proper and safe usage. The one thing I really want to talk about is the new prototype that we just got in. Whoa! The new GS70. Um... And this thing is smart. I, I, I don't know if we're ready really to talk about that yet, David. Come on, Bill. Well, you know, we just we want to keep a few things under wraps. But, Bill, don't you think they want to know about... Or the... And how about the... Yeah, those are all good, good points and great things about the GS70, David. But uh, maybe we'll just hold off a little bit. Coming soon is really what we're sticking to right now. Fourth of July is coming up. It's just right around the corner, and both David and I wish you a happy fourth. Enjoy it. Celebrate safely. Try to keep those fireworks uh, away from your hands, and try to enjoy a little deserved time off. Yeah, I've been enjoying my time so far here at Skytron, and I kind of need to be challenged a little bit here. So feel free to reach out to me uh, via phone or email, and I hope you guys have a safe holiday.